Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. And we're going to talk about games, because that's what we do. No. So. Uh, I was like, Jared starts every episode, but then he tries to defend Battlefront. So there's a couple but things. Yeah. So there's a few things we're going to cover on uh, tonight's show. Yeah. We're going to talk about Star Wars Battlefront, the new DLC. We're going to talk about The Division. And we're not going to talk about Destiny because that game sucks. Yes, that and game does suck. this is not going to be a happy episode. <laughs> wow, we're going to talk. What a good start! <laughs> yeah, we're going to comment. We're going to talk about a couple other Destiny? things. Hey, Matt, dude, Destiny oh, is home. Oh yeah, so talk to me, brother. No, no matter talk where, no matter where you go, uh, video you game wise, you guys have a half hour. If you, you want to drift off and you want to drift off to Grand Theft Auto, any of these older games. You go back to Destiny. Oh yeah. And whether oh, it's Iron Banner, long. whether it's Trials of Osiris, no. Trials of The gameplay Osiris, is so crisp. No, the no. graphics are so sharp, and you hop on it's your little better than Battlefront. Speed, buddy. It is, is better than Battlefront. What, what do you mean, Chris? The so, game they ripped so off called what? Halo. This is what I do. It's hey, the horde. No, it's, they it's the flood. Actually, it. if they, they, they don't it. anymore, they, they sold both, it. They, they both they do they have it. Yeah. Okay, so if I want to go back to home for gaming, what else did they rip off? They probably ripped off Borderlands. What else did Destiny rip off? Hey, if you rip off the good stuff, your stuff is going to be good. Look at here. You would hope so, but then you've got Destiny, and you're like, and it was amazing. You loser. They canceled the go, sequel. Go play They're the division more. more. So I've, I've played. The so yet. yeah, they, so you will learn. So okay, more. Battlefront. So let's go. Uh-huh. Let's start with Battlefront, which New and, DLC and the DLC. The Outer Rim DLC just made its appearance. Yes, it did. And um, only for the season pass holders. To to, uh, uh, true, to make sure that all of my Battlefront fans that like listening to me, about, all two of you, <laughs> about this game. Um, I went and got the uh, season pass, so I'd be up to date on everything. And good for you. It was uh, not worth it. It was probably not worth the forty nine ninety nine. It well, probably wasn't. So this is the thing that really bugs me: is if I want it right now because it came out last week, I have to have the season pass. And then on top of that, it's an incentive. It, I, I know guess, it is. It, it it it's a cool incentive for one thing, but then on the other hand, we got really crappy heroes to play and build and. Getting these special weapons has been a giant pain in my behind. Oh, the contracts with Jabba? Yeah. I, I thought it was a cool idea, but then you got the killing sprees, and you got to do all these other things killing just for these spree. things, and it's... It's just hard for every single player to accomplish stuff like that, because there's different levels of players when you're yeah. talking a mainstream online game. Like, yeah. you can't play this single player. You can't get those upgrades single player. You have to do it multiplayer. And there are gamers like you and me, old yeah. school gamers, that are like, we just kind of want to go and shoot some stuff, have some fun. And then there's hardcore gamers that seriously sit and spend their entire lives in the basement playing games. Oh, yeah. 
And those are the kind of kids that you run into all the time, so it's really freaking hard yeah. to do anything and level up in that game. Well, yeah. it, you know, I I reached the 50 rank. I'm like, yay, I'm cool. I get the Shadow Trooper because I'm seeing these Shadow Troopers that go invisible. And then I get the Shadow Trooper and I can't go invisible. It's like, what the crap? I thought that that was the whole point of me getting the Shadow Trooper. And then, nope, don't have that ability. Yay. I like the Shadow Trooper, though. Because well, I'm like just that. mad they nerfed the freaking Rebel ships. Because I would own when I'd play Rebels, but then when i played Empire, I suck. Well, so, everything I it has out. been nerfed. It's it's ridiculous. Oh, I mean, I... made it fair. Well, this is the thing. Oh. So, I mean, I, we were no, kind of talking about this earlier. I went from being able to, you know, in Blaster... Walker Saul, I would get generally 15 to 20 kills on a regular basis. Now I'm lucky if I get 2 to 4. Because it's been nerfed so much. And it's just weird. No, you always want to overpower Saying just one thing, though. When you first picked up Battlefront, if anybody that is a Star Wars fan, that game is so awesome. Well, and that's what it it is beautiful. It is beautiful. I I will agree on that. Visually, Visually, it is. No, we're not talking about gameplay. I love Star Wars. to (laughs) To be fair, when I played the beta... The gameplay reminded me of Mass Effect, and that to me was like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. This is great. And then the game came out, and like nothing really changed. And I yeah. was kind of like, oh. I mean, the first time I got to jump into an X-Wing, that was awesome. Oh, it was yeah. super that awesome. Was awesome. Well, I still, I've, I've had that game since December, and I still have yet to been able to fly the Millennium Falcon. What? I did, I did well, on my first see, try. It, it, it no, is, that's fair, because people like you, Jared, sit there and don't even attack until you see that token. It is the weirdest yeah. thing. Literally, <laughs> I can't why you all are a bunch of dumbasses. Yeah, exactly. I, at the knows. very beginning of the game, I I, I blip in, and I get to fly down to go no, into the battle, no, no, no. and no, someone no, no, has no, no, already no. snagged Dan, you falcon. have to memorize where those spawn points yeah. are, otherwise yeah. you're never going to get it. It took me probably five games to memorize every single spawn point of every single map. And so after that, when the game first came out, and you would get like twenty thousand credits for every single time that you went on a on a uh, what do they call it now? This fighter squadron yeah, mode. Yeah, yeah. Like I took full advantage of that, and I leveled up to fifty. So, in like so a week. how do you how do you change your spawn point then? You don't like it's yeah. You memorize the token spawn points, right? Oh, okay. I I've, I've now never to be found fair, I got it on my second try because I got really really lucky, and none of my roommates had gotten it yet, and they'd all been playing a lot longer than I had. And I was like, suck it. I have yet well, to find where that token is on any of those flight boards. It's, it's, it's the same principle on the, the ground missions. Like, you just have to be very conscious of where they might be. And then once you see that icon, nothing else matters. Yeah, you go, go towards for it. it. And even if you don't get because I probably get it like 70% of the time so, I actually so, see it. So this is the thing. Every time guy someone gets it and they are that they are the Falcon until the end. Yeah. I, it's, no, it's, that's completely yeah. no, fine. Because they're, they're, yeah, they're skilled. They're carrying your squadron. So it just, and I love. There's nothing more fun than playing wingman as like an A wing to the see, Falcon, yeah, right? Yeah, and you see the Falcon is getting like attacked by like 20 interceptors, and you're like, oh, I got this, and you get behind and you rack up like oh, five good 10 kills. kills, like yeah. right there. I love that. And then you're like, yeah, teamwork, baby. And also depends on like how good of a pilot you are, because yeah. I don't have to be the Millennium Falcon to rack up a bunch of kills. Like yeah. if I'm in an A wing, I will get just as many kills. Oh yeah. So, so here's, the, here's the other mm-hmm. complaint I have about the flight. Oh, things. before I finish that Go too, ahead. like it also depends on if you're going to be the Millennium Falcon the whole game on how good of a pilot you are there. Well, too, that I understand because you got to maneuver. Like what did I do, yeah. McKay, when the the slave one came after me and I was the Falcon? Uh, Jared uh, cheated, but it's still the sweet you shield and then boost right into the slave and it explodes. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I quite literally was sitting there with the Falcon. I'm like. Dude, watch this. He's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I'm calling it right now. That thing's going down. No way, man." <laughs> yeah, I learned how to do that awesome. with the A wings. But the, no, the this dog is, fights in those ga- yeah. that game is amazing. This the is the one yeah, thing that, I, play like X-wing, that I find like, annoying yeah. with the flight thing is okay. So you get your your challenges, and it says kill 15 with a vehicle. 
But it's only if they have a the name. Humans, you can't yeah, kill the, the AIs, AI. Yeah. Which is dumb because you more often than not you kill the stupid AIs over the people and it's like that's a kill. That should count. Yeah. That should yeah. count, but it doesn't. It just depends on what kind of gamer you are. Like for yeah. me, like my mode is completely and totally the, the fire squadron. Like that is I hate yeah, that is what, what I, I am so freaking good at. I'm ground good missions, ground I'm okay mission. at. It's fun, yeah. but I own in the sky. I, I gave up on the ground missions a long oh. time ago. So I, to, I love the ground missions. To I mean, kind of get back to Jared the, and I played. Oh yeah, yeah, and I like those too. Um, before I get into that, I have to say too, like I love doing those survival missions, mm-hmm. especially playing with somebody yeah. like live in a house on the same TV, because it does throw me back to the original Battlefront a yeah. little bit. There's just yeah. not enough of it. So EA, if you're listening, if you can give us like maybe ten more single player missions, that might satisfy my single player thing for and, a little while yeah. until the next game comes and, out. And on that note, just a little asterisk: uh, EA Disney Interactive, where is my Star Wars Flight Simulator? I don't care if it's Rogue Squadron. I don't care what you call it. I don't care. I, I, I just give me a Star Wars lights. High five, dude. That's all I want. That's totally all I want in that life. Too. Totally waiting for the two. So to wrap up the Battlefront talk, um, the new DLC has released a ton of new maps and a couple of new. I think just one new um, mode, which I actually find extraction. Very, extraction, which I actually find very addicting. It's very fun, but um, it did bring me back into the game for quite a while. Um, I'm still playing it now, but I can already tell that I'm dying down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I still play Battlefront because I kind of force myself to. I really do love the game, but it's easy to get distracted with other games like Madden oh, yeah. and stuff that I also like. It just doesn't live up to that caliber gameplay-wise, but you know, like where Robert said, it is fascinating and beautiful, and it's a really, really good game if you have that Star Wars nostalgia to back it up. But grading this new DLC, I'm not particularly happy with what everyone's paying uh, and seeing what they're getting because, for one, the heroes, you got Greedo, who's a reskin, you've got Nub, which is a reskin, and I actually was surprised. I did like their abilities mm-hmm. quite a bit, but I feel like it was just kind of a cop-out. Yeah, and I I wasn't completely satisfied. The maps, though, however, I actually do like quite a bit. I think there's a lot of detail in there. I'm disappointed that the Rancor is dead uh, down in the pit already, but there's a lot of detail in there. If you really look behind the scenes, like if you're like sitting there behind a cage or whatever, you can see Gamorians and stuff like coming in and out and like taking people in cool. and out. It's kind of cool, but cool. I would give it probably a six out of ten. It's kind of shocking they didn't have any of the new characters as any new downloadable skins. I, I, I think, think Kylo Ren and... The, they're not, said that it's they're Imperial t- era only. Yeah. Only so, that? Really? Yeah. Not even for multiplayer? But no. five little cop-outs that they also wanted to do. The shield and stuff. But yeah, this first game is exclusively original trilogy and then I think the next couple of games are going to introduce probably the, the original trilogy first and then maybe we'll see the prequels but it sounds yeah, like they're not going to be the prequels I've, so. I've heard rumors about the prequels potentially I'd love being to play as Darth Maul that would be fantastic oh, Darth Maul okay that would be so Res- we need to resurrect that Arkham Asylum Darth Maul game we have to oh yeah there has to, it has to happen Oh, if you guys haven't seen this, there's footage online. Go look up the Darth Maul. Is it a canceled game? Yeah. Um, you can see footage of it. It is absolutely oh, stellar. It yeah, was amazing. There's, there's been tons of canceled Star Wars games. Star Wars oh, 1313 yeah. also yeah, had a lot of potential. Yeah. I but, waited yeah. for that one for years, and then it just got canceled. pulled. Well, that's yeah. weird, because 1313, wasn't that the original code name for the live-action TV show in 2006? They've adopted yeah. it, yeah. They've yeah. adopted so it. So it, right now, that's it essentially is the live-action show. Yeah. is Star Wars 1313 okay. subplot. But... Um, no, yeah, it, it got canceled, and I think they just announced, maybe even like three weeks ago, that they're going to try and resurrect it because so much work's already been put into it. because yeah, oh, the videos they showed during so E3 a few years ago, oh, and yes. they were fantastic. And they were up to par with like next-gen oh, yeah. level graphics Yeah, and stuff, but so. it was I think it was killed just because the announcement of the merger... Yeah, yeah. yeah. the buyout happened well, like, just shortly well, yeah, after that. Lucas, LucasArts, uh, according to my knowledge... 
LucasArts kind of got dealt a pretty bad hand in that merger. Oh, yeah. So it was well, a lot of the employees were, were... I was about to say, go. yeah, they mostly All, closed most their doors. Most of the people that were working on that game were pretty well, much... Well, the biggest reason yeah. I heard why they had to stop the game is because a lot of what was already in the game would have messed up the timeline yeah. of what ends up happening in The Force Awakens and mm-hmm. stuff. So they still have all the resources pulled off. They just have to change their story a little change bit, it a little bit yeah. and make it fit the new universe. But okay. I, I, I hope speaking, it if you watch that video, though, the gameplay just oh yeah, so it's so so crisp speaking, and clean. Yeah. Oh yeah, speaking of Darth Maul videos, uh, that fan film that came out oh, man. Uh, a few yeah, months ago. Yeah, we talked about, talk yeah. about that. If yeah. there, if there is, uh, if there is any convincing argument towards a Darth Maul video game, it's that film. Okay, so and a Star Wars TV show. So overall, oh, yeah. overall, oh, yeah. the DLC is disappointing. Um, it, it's a six out of ten. I mean, I still play six it. Out of 10. I, I think most of those those positives came out of the extraction game point because okay. that was really good, and the maps were really good. Everything else, I was kind of disappointed on. It doesn't feel like enough content to justify a. I guess I have the season pass. Yeah. So I don't know how much it is individually, but well, it they haven't even announced yet yeah. how much it is. So, so I don't. I don't even know. I but. mean, the one thing that's kind of bugging me about it is we're only getting three DLCs this year, and then one next year. It's like. Okay, Shouldn't we be getting four? One every season? It feels like an idea they pulled out of their butt last second when they realized it wasn't going to be accepted as well as they had hoped. And so they're like, well, now we have to make it a lot bigger, and so you have to have time to do these things. And so it does seem very spaced out. All right, so let's move on to the next one. The Division. Division. That's new and exciting. Uh, Division. Nothing unites a people like waiting in line for an AI. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Robert's the only one here I feel like actually played it. Have you I mean, played I, it? I, I, I played it like minimally. The trailer okay. was amazing. I'll give yeah. it that. The story yeah, looks really good. Well, oh, and I love Tom Clancy. The story's fantastic. Yeah. Tom, and the, the one thing I have to say is that if you play Tom Clancy games, they all feel the same. You mm-hmm. all you feel very vulnerable because it's a very realistic portrayal of whatever environment you're in. Yeah. I stopped that for Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell is... is very good game. It's a very, very good nope. game, and it's very strategic. And it, like, I'm a huge gamer, and the stealth aspect of games, I sh- feel like should be like an add-on and not into the full game. Splinter Cell is the only exception to that. I love Assassin's Creed too, but mm-hmm. anyways, Division has a whole sense of just this post-apocalyptic world that you just love. Add a zombie update. Anyways, um, when you play this game, when you go into, uh, I think you start off in Brooklyn. I can't remember. The, basically, the tutorial. The first five levels that you go, you find out that Manhattan has gone through this whole virus change. They've merged smallpox with like Ebola and all this other stuff. So it's very fast, very contagion. And it starts off in the middle of Manhattan, which is where we have the dark zone, which is the first contaminated area. That's the multiplayer aspect of it where you can actually go in. And this is the coolest part of the whole entire game because you actually have to have multiple people with you if you want a better success rate. Huh. So when I you like go, that. when, so when it's you like an yeah. MMO a little bit, it is an MMO. Yeah. So yeah. You have skill trees and all that, but you don't feel hold to that. I mean, you want to progress through the actual story because it's a good story and the cinematics are great. You feel so much character dynamic. The, the voiceovers are great. The visuals are great. The progression of levels is actually pretty, pretty on spot. And then when you, you see some your partner get something really good, and you shoot him in the back to grab it because you got to get that scarf, man. That's another aspect of it too. Going rogue in the dark zone is one of the funnest and exciting things. Was and actually they actually did a server update last week where the the punishment for actually doing going rogue they didn't have any punishment so for about an hour after the server went on and me being the gamer I am playing at four o'clock in the morning 
everybody went rogue. So it was a giant war zone for about two that hours. Awesome. I was about to say that's And they, they turned the servers off for an, another hour and re-updated back to the old patch, so it went back to normal. But for that two hours, man, it was oh, insane. That's awesome. <laughs> there, there should be like a separate server where you can just sign up to do that, where it's like, okay, most everyone's going rogue in here. But most of the majority of the time, you, if you pick up good stuff and you're in the dark zone and somebody sees you, you kind of do this whole like, hey, hey. you cool? <laughs> just, just, I'm cool. Just, you cool? All right, we're gonna walk each other. <laughs> and just, that's just a mutual no, no, respect no, no, no. right there. The, the, thing, the thing you're supposed to do is you're supposed to start doing jumping jacks and move slowly towards them. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. And so, and, and I for, love MMOs, dude. You never oh, know what's gonna so happen. Well, no, it's, love it. the, the funniest thing is too. It's one thing I didn't realize when I when you play the beta and you get to that. So the dark zone and the actual like your level is completely separate. So you could be level thirty. And go against somebody in the dark zone. And that dark zone, and we found it out the hard way. Me and my buddies grouped up. There's four of us. And we saw these guys at the extraction point. And basically what you do is you gather up, um, what's it called? Basically contaminated items, which are basically the good stuff. If you want any of the good stuff, you have to go in the dark zone. So you have to go pick it up. You get a little carrying pouch. I have about nine on the inventory. So if you carry nine, you have to call an extraction. Once you call an extraction, everybody in the map knows that you're trying to leave with a good gear so they just come towards you if you want to go rogue <laughs> so we were trying to do that so we saw two guys two guys four guys got two guys right so we're sitting there we're surrounding them getting around them and all of a sudden we're like go we got one guy and the other guy just wrecked us all oh man <laughs> but we didn't realize he had, he had a solid gold son. gun and Ooh. we're sitting there like that's such a we're dead. We're all dead. And we're like, dude, we thought we had to jump on him. We realized that he was level 50 in the dark zone, and we're only, like, level 14. So we're like, okay, maybe we need to reevaluate things a little bit better when we go into that. Oh, that sounds like a strategy. Yeah. So there's, like, a zombie aspect to the whole thing, or is it more no, of, like, no, survive it's, the it's, contaminant? Is it just yeah, an update like, that you can do? Yeah, like so it's like a... So no, no, I, no, I want no. zombies yeah. to be in it. It would be yeah. great. But actually, they have three DLCs planned for this year alone. And well, they hear actually that Battlefront, hear that EA? <clears throat> That's amazing. Yeah, they have three DLCs planned for just this year, all the way. So there's, and then they actually have raids coming out next month too, which should Jeez. actually. When did this game come out? Like recently, right? Yeah, like, like a week, three weeks ago. Or something. Wow, good for them. Yeah. yeah. And there's already somebody to level fifty. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I, I just well, got to level thirty today, <laughs> and I actually had to sit back because I'm like, I'm level thirty. What do I do now? Because yeah. yeah, the the, the, the end game, you're an avid gamer because you went to school for it, though. Yeah, that's true. And well, like to to make games, and so it's like these other people, like, do, do they have jobs? Or I see. Here's or? so here's what I've heard. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, here's the rumor. So so what I've heard is is when a game comes out, you have a 24 hour grace period before anyone can truly use and abuse the game. And what happens yes. is is there's these people who call in sick that day. The learning curve. Yeah, knowing well beforehand, and they get like a supply of like Mountain Dew and Doritos or something. Hot and pockets. they yeah, and they sit there for twenty four hours in front of their TV and they splurge on this game, right? And I tried that with uh, Halo Five because I was doing a review for it, and the review is due the next day. So I, I got the game that day and I started playing. And about nine hours in, I I. Completed the campaign and was doing multiplayer, and I was just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't. This is my threshold. Like, and so, like, and so, to, the idea that people take a day off of work and go twenty four to thirty six hours playing a game kind of blows my mind. That's me. That's it. exactly oh, what totally I did for Battlefront. Sick when I had oh yeah. Stones. I I'm, I'm not even gonna call him sick. I just yeah. I just, don't go. I, even if I go to work, this is what I'm thinking about. I mean, I, I can't, Robert's I, not in the office today. What happened? Yeah. No, I mean, I can't imagine it. What game came out today? Yeah. It would have to be an incredible game for me to 
to have to want to do. You that. know, I went into this game with zero expectations, and actually having people jump online with you and having the ability—I guess it's probably because it's a Tom Clancy game and everything—and it doesn't feel like a Tom Clancy game. Hmm. It feels yeah. like its own set alone game, and it actually has that like standalone feature. And it, it, me, somebody playing Destiny all the time to break away from certain games that I'm just attached to to play other games, and then get completely enthralled with the game. It's just, I gotta say, it's a good game. I didn't have a lot of expectations for it. I was really reluctant so, on spending the money yeah. for it. Now, now I will say, uh, it's sort of a negative aspect. I uh, I don't like stories that are too, or games that are too story-driven. I, I'm what? a big I'm a big gameplay I'm the mechanics same guy. Way. Me yeah, too. I'm all about gameplay mechanics, and for me, that makes immersion. So, if your game like Assassin's Creed Three, story's really interesting, but I don't care. I don't care. I'm I here for the play. gameplay, wow. exactly. And so, when they don't give me a checkpoint like halfway through, I know, like, yeah, I'm so the story. opposite. Yeah. 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 Story. No, no, no. Play that video game first. If I wanted, if I wanted, yeah, if I wanted a story, if I wanted, if I wanted a story, I would watch a movie. Yes. But, but if I want to play a game, I want now. It's it's one thing if you give me a good story, I'm fine with that. But if if that's all your game is, you know, see, I'm like the exact opposite. When I watch a movie, I want it to be interactive. So I want an interactive well, and see, movie. And you said you just said thing. that you're a Mass Effect fan too, right? And 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 to be fair, that is true. <laughs> but it's, but here's the difference: it's open, but but it's open world, right? It doesn't rely on what the about story. Grand Theft Auto Five. I haven't played Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay. Whoa! Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> My children have apparently. Anyway, but Ooh. no. What I was going to say was, um, I, I think I what I really enjoyed, like with Coder when we were were read, um, did Which research is a, for the clearly movie. a story driven game. Yes, but but. I was able to go on YouTube and watch like a movie. Exactly. It still, exactly. It still took like three hours. I don't like. Okay, I love a story and I love to play a game. I don't want my story interrupted with my game and my game interrupted exactly. with my story. The developer and I to watched the yeah. whole story like a movie and it was beautiful and I loved it. I didn't get distracted. I didn't forget anything that was said before. Like it was just. It was well, smooth. that's why most games well, are released with a two like combo, not the combo pack, but like there's two aspects to most games that have been released, especially the ones in the past decade yeah, where you have you where you have your story. Online. Yeah, exactly. Have, I don't want to play online. You have your story campaign, which a lot of people do enjoy. That's why a lot of people have followed franchises like Halo for so long, and then you. You've got somebody who really likes the multiplayer, like you know, Where you just uh, get to blow things game up mechanic shoot, aspect. Yeah, 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 but yeah. that's online. And so yeah, exactly. Have both they're, they're so there's so, so much that's either, forced online. It's either sit and oh. get interrupted with a story, or watch a 14 year old boy waiting for you to respond. That's what yeah. I was going to say is that head. we've lost that format a little bit with a lot of popular games now, where it's either it's all going to be online, it's I all going to be multiplayer. Yeah, I hate it too. Actually, actually, I hate that with Battlefront. I really wanted a campaign. Really bad. I'm never going to have the time to get. One thing that bugs me about they, 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 campaign. That's yeah. another thing too. For the casual gamer, these games are hard. They're extremely hard, especially yeah. with Division, with Destiny, well, they're, with they're a lot of these. Hard, are, they just take me out of the game. I'm a well, because if, I'm, if, you, if you're if you just picked up this game and it's been out for five weeks and you are like, hey, I've heard on this podcast that yeah. the Dark Zone is fantastic. I'm gonna I'm gonna go pick this up and play it. <laughs> yeah. And you go in and you get annihilated, not just once. But repeatedly, over hours. Well, and, and how, and how do you learned, how do you want to keep playing yeah, that game? You know, yeah. And I've learned and I've learned how to jump in and do that in in the late gameplay. But but here's my biggest deal is is if you take me out of the immersion 
of the game and the gameplay and the environment, then you've lost me. And I think that's the biggest problem developers... The, the biggest mistake developers don't realize today is they, they, they do stuff that takes you out of the game. Can, I, can my, I get your opinion on one thing? Yeah. It's a, it's a new game that's coming out. It's called Quantum Break. I don't know if we know anything about this. But it's actually one, of the, it's one of the first games. Actually, it probably is the first game that actually incorporates a TV show with that within the game. It's episodic. It's episodic. Yeah. See, so you play the game as another character, and once you evolve that character into a decision-making situation, that decision plays out in the actual live action. It's Walking kind of a down. more elaborate yeah. RPG. Yeah, the well, I mean, it, yeah. looks, it looks back interesting. It's very, it's very out there and, thinking. And that's why, yeah. But you're going back to what you said about breaking up the immersion. That's the sole purpose of this game is to break well, the immersion and get you into a whole other aspect and a whole other point of view of a, that story. That's well, what confuses but, but, me, Aaron. Like, I feel like the immersion for me is greater when I'm completely enveloped in a story. Yeah. No, no, no. It's when I'm in the story. I don't want to watch other people be in the story of my game. I want to be in the story of my game. Have, have you so, played games like... Uh, I mean, you've obviously played Mass Effect, but like maybe yeah. Dungeon... Uh, or Sorry, Dragon... Uh, Dragon Age. Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. I've played, played, played Knights of the Old Republic. Well, Skyrim's nice because it's, it's, they let you go. The developers, see, here's the biggest thing. I don't want to be interrupted by the developers. I don't want the developers to say, okay, stop playing. We're going to teach you something now. Yes. In Skyrim, they almost never do that. It's completely open world. And Mass Effect, the same thing. Yeah, you have to fight your way through a little tutorial at the very, very beginning, but it's extremely short and then they let you go. They let you. If you want to go back to the story, go to that planet and fight the battle. If they want, if they want you to hunt down smugglers, you can go do that. You can do whatever you want, and that's why so I love like open world games. The and Division has that. Assassin's and Division Creed. has that same outlet it, where it, you can you can go anywhere you want to. It's not advised because you're going to run into some baddies. Well, and, and that's the biggest issue. But but again, here's here's my issue. A prime example of what I'm talking about: Assassin's Creed Two. I really like Assassin's Creed Two. I think it's a beautiful game. I think the gameplay for its time was exceptional. But they continue to interrupt me with really long load times, really long cutscenes that I don't care about, and then they they put you back into the controls, and you're like, yeah, I can move around, and then they stop you, have another loading scene, and then it's the start of the next episode three years later. Would you and, do all the Would you do all the side missions though to get the extra? Oh, uh, I to- story I have content? no, I totally would. So then you're totally a story not, gamer. No, not to get the story. Totally co- no, not to get gamer. the story content. <laughs> Not to get the story content, I do the extras because I think it's fun. I love running around the city and doing every single assassination uh, task, or doing the eagle thing, right, where you look at all the towers, or doing the deliveries, or the races, right? I love those things, but I don't do it because I want to progress to the story. I do it because I want to keep playing the game, and I want to keep playing before the developers freaking force me to sit through another cutscene because I know it's coming. It's like I don't want to go to Venice because I know when I go there, they're going to sit, they're going to make me sit down and talk to Leonardo da Vinci or somebody, and I don't want to do that. I want to keep okay. doing the missions. I can, I can see his point, but at the same time for me, like when I pick up a game that I know there's going to be a story for, I sit and enjoy every moment of it because I think I've I've disciplined myself enough to know that it's going to be like a movie experience. You know, you're going to sit, well, you're going to experience a lot of information. And I don't know about you guys, but my other story gamer homies over here, like when you're done and you've gone through the final scene, all of the the big build up and everything is finally here, and you sit back and the credits roll. Like, what are you feeling at that moment in time, especially with well, games like Coder and stuff? Well, and I will and say, I'm asking and this I, to like these guys. Well, but, but I just want to, but I just want to say, <laughs> I can appreciate, I can appreciate that <laughs> purely because, like, until dawn, right? Prime example. I knew exactly what I was getting into. It was a movie experience, right? And and so I didn't care about the gameplay because for me, it was about accomplishing the missions and telling the story, right? I knew that going in. 
So so my thing is is I don't want a game developer to be like this is going to be brown you know groundbreaking gameplay it's going to be epic and then I don't get to play very much because I'm sitting through a story. Yeah. Well, okay. So since we don't have a lot of time left, we're we are actually over. Um, I mean, really, when we have that story and that progression, at least for me, when I finally that story is ended, it's 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 great. You know, it's like I've come to my completion. I hate games where it's just. I'm, there's no story where it's I'm doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. That's why my my World of Warcraft life, you know, lifespan is seven minutes. Seven minutes of doing that, I was done. It was boring. I saw no point. There is no reason to continue on. That's why I don't play Halo a lot because I've already gone through the story mode, and now all that's left is to play. But that story mode's worth the sixty bucks alone. So under but under that reasoning, under that reasoning, you would hate No Man's Sky. Yeah, because it doesn't have a story. Well, yeah. but it's going to be the most groundbreaking open galaxy game of there, all there's time. There's different categories yeah. of gamers, and that's totally fine. Like, not everybody likes why, Freddy Krueger movies, yeah. and not everybody yeah, likes. And the same, at the like same time, like No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky is a is a game that's never so. been done before. So you can't say necessarily it's not going to have a story because ne- you, you're creating the story. You're going to have yeah. logs no, it's, of planets it's, that no one's ever been to. But you're it's your story. It's your story. It's not the developer giving you a story. Oh, yeah, we are. So, with that said, if you guys have anything you heated. want to say on this... I'm, like, intimidated. Yeah. If you have anything to say, <laughs> Sorry. You know, throw your comments at us. You know you know how to get a hold of us. Uh, shoot them out on Facebook or email us at info at DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. We want to hear what you guys have to think about what we've said and throw in your two cents. If, if you love stories, send hate mail to Aaron's house. If you hate stories, send hate mail to my house. All right. So <laughs> See you in the dark said, zone. We're out of Thanks. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers, it's Daniel here, and I have an amazing opportunity for you. We've recently teamed up with BattleBards, and because of that, you can now level up your games. That's right, if you are into role-playing, whether it's D&D, Pathfinder, or any type of fantasy setting, this is a great opportunity. Now, BattleBards, what they do is they provide sound effects and soundtracks that you can customize for your game. That's right. You can customize it for your game. So if you're running down a a creepy dark hallway in the Underdark and then you wander into a conclave of drow, uh, you know, that are torturing and killing people, every delicious moment is right there for you. So all you need to do is go to BattleBards.com, click in one of these three codes, either DCR1 or DCR2 or DCR3, and get some really cool bonus content for your purchases. So check it out, throw in those codes, and then level up your game. Until next time, we'll see ya. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things.